if I have to be celibate and single for some years, I'm okay with that because I'm no longer willing to give myself of a, to a man who I'm not fully aligned with. It's just not worth it. Welcome to The Expanded Podcast with your host, Lacey Phillips. As a leading manifestation advisor with a process that's, well, radically different from the old New Age model, mine is rooted in psychology, neuroscience, and my energetic gifts. I created this podcast to help you expand your subconscious limiting beliefs about the potential of deserving the manifestations you're calling in. Therefore, you're tuning into this podcast series to show your subconscious that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of manifesting it. Welcome officially to the fall, or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, of course, spring. I hope everybody had an excellent equinox. I felt like it was pretty special here in Topanga. We had a lot of overcast to really celebrate it. It's been really warm still, and we're coming off of the crazy fire season, which is early this year, so I imagine we'll see more of it, unfortunately. However, we did have this break of coolness and marine layer, so it really felt inward and that we could celebrate and get into harvest mode. So just wishing everybody a happy autumn. Today's guest I'm so excited for. I've done quite a, not quite a few, but I've done a few lives during quarantine when they became extremely popular because of course we are so digital at this point and at home. And this is my favorite so far. So we decided to re-air it into a podcast. This particular guest is really exciting because she was newer to the work at this point now. She's pretty seasoned. And like many, she just jumped sort of right in. However, because of this guest, we actually had to kind of reconfigure what we sell a la carte because we got to see in real time and we've had this feedback. She started directly with the reprogramming, the daily reprogramming exercise. And because she didn't learn any of the fundamentals of manifestation through how to manifest or doing reparent or shadow, she was kind of like, huh, this isn't really working. I don't get it. You know, things aren't happening. And it wasn't, of course, until she dug in and learned Uh, the process that she was like, oh, wow, I get it. (laughs) And this is, you know, tests are showing up and this is happening. And of course, like a generator, Gemini, um, it already started working very quickly for her. So I thought she would be a really cool guest to re-showcase kind of her pitfalls, the tests that are showing up, what she realizes from her old programming. And it's very much her and I discussing in real time her process and me sort of decoding it, but in the most basic or for the people who have been doing this work for a long time, refreshing in the materials, relearning the materials. So I thought this would be really, really fun. So today's guest is Danny Evans. Danny is a successful model and is the winner of Cycle 6 from America's Next Top Model. Many of us remember her. She's also the founder of Monroe, a chic unisex hatline. And so today Danny shares her story how she navigated her unblocking while in quarantine, and how jumping off of a big cliff, 
her move from Little Rock, Arkansas to New York City set her on a path of achieving her dreams. So let's all jump into Danny's story and hear a little bit of my decoding it and get into some inspiration. Now to the episode. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> it's so great to connect with you. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you feeling? Um, that's a loaded question. <laughs> you know, I imagine we're gonna get into it. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get all into the nooks and crannies. Um, yes. I'm better. You know, I was, I was sick for four weeks and that was insane, but. I'm better and I'm slowly getting my feet underneath me. I still don't have uh, my taste and smell still off. Oh, yeah. I've been told that like that takes a minute to come back. But yeah, yeah. Other than that, I'm like starting to feel human again. So well, you look radiant like you're everything's coming back to you. Yeah. So I'm happy to hear that. Oh, yeah. man. I've been, a, I've been doing a lot of self care. So I went and got a facial yesterday. Good job. Puncture. So it's like all about me right now. Good job. That's, yeah. I think that's what this is all about, which I think you know as well. Yes. So well, I'll let you kick it off. Yes. So <laughs> I am obsessed with you, but I want those that are tuning in to become familiar with you. So why don't we start by you telling them who you are and like what your specialty is? Yeah. So anybody who's out there who's tried the whole manifestation thing, I back at 17, I was a model and an actress in LA. And I think like any of artists out there in the world, I was trying to figure out how to have some monetary control over my life. So my mom booked a session with the psychic that she's had forever. And the psychic said, go read this book, follow it to a T and you'll manifest everything you want. And in a way she was right. So anyways, long story short, I did. And it was all of that stuff. Think positive, visualize, pretend to be what you want to be, be in the vortex. I went deep down the rabbit hole and I realized <laughs> that it never totally you know, resulted in really big manifestations, little things were coming through. However, I did start to have a flow where I was manifesting, but it was never when I was doing those practices. So at 25, I threw everything away and I really started to honor the energetic gifts I have. So I can read energy, I channel, I'm claircognizant, which is so weird because it means I just know things. Yeah. Um, and so through that process, I started to realize that manifestation is actually quite different than those old models that have been taught to us, which I call spiritual bypass. Um, it's the think positive. And I started to realize, wow, it has nothing to do with positivity. It has everything to do with stepping into your worth. And each time you do that and you no longer settle for what you did in the past, you create magnetism. And so I started to really watch my patterning and came up with this very specific formula around manifestation that basically encompasses psychology, neuroscience, and my energetic gifts. And that's what I teach. And now the brand has gone on to just like flourish and help many, many people. And we can get into the specifics. Yeah. So just to give you a little background about myself, like a tad, tad bit, I grew up or I was programmed religious, right? Yeah. But I was also that kid that always had questions like this. I, I am a believer. I believe in source energy, the Holy Spirit, God. I believe that that exists, that spirit exists. Yeah, But the formulas and how I was taught just didn't serve me even as a kid. And I find that because I was following the leading of my parents or more so my mom, I wanted to please her. So mm -hmm. I almost mimicked her, if that makes sense. But Absolutely. even though it just didn't really, it wasn't really connecting on a deeper level. Like for me, 
it's almost like I was taught that you just pray about everything and things will work out. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't my reality, especially. (laughs) Yeah. I've been there as well. You know, like, and then I became a professional model and I'd be up for like these huge jobs. And so I would pray about it and nothing would happen. I'd be like, okay, Mm -hmm. now something, there's a disconnect because like, it's like, it just, it ran so deep. Right. So I always had these questions. Like, why is, this not really connecting for me the way that I was taught. So I want to say it, it was in March of this year that I found you. And I have, mm-hmm. Lacey, I have no idea how I found you. <laughs> I'm so happy you did. Other than divine intervention. Like, yeah. I just came upon your page. And I was like, oh, she's cute. And then I started digging. And I was like, oh, this is like serious. And I, bro- I bought the DRE. Yeah. I did the majority of it like really quickly. And I was like, I don't know if that did anything, but I like your post resonated with me so loudly that I was telling all my girlfriends about you. Right. Yeah. And one of my other girlfriends bought, I think the DRE or maybe like unblocked child or she bought it that way, I think. And we were like exchanging notes. Like, I don't really know if we're doing it right. And then (laughs) when I got thrust into like a real deep cocoon, when I got sick, I heard your name. Like I heard Lacey and I was wow. like, wow, from your guides. Yes. I wow. got myself up off of my chase lounge and I went to the computer and that's when I, st- I started redoing everything in the DRE. And then mm-hmm. I was like, that's when things began to happen for me. Like I started to connect the dots yeah. from my childhood and programming and conditioning. And like, then at this point, like the hypnosis state really started to work for me. And yeah. I started getting these insane downloads. And then that's when I reached out, got connected to Jessica. And I was like, we got to do this live because it's next level. I want to share you with everybody. So well, thank you. What's so crazy. I think the last thing I said to Jessica was like, you know, I cut this person out of my life that I was toying around with the idea like maybe he could be a partner, but I realized it was me basically repeating patterns and habits. So it was a clear no. The resistance I take is a clear no. So mm-hmm. cut that out. And then I was like, I manifested my apartment. Every no, but get into it. It was a test. Oh, it was, wow. it was a test. Oh, I'm so excited to break this down. Well, there's one thing I want to touch on really quickly because for people who were raised really religious, it's so interesting because I see things through energetics, right? And I think what's so tricky about which I like respect every religion, every spiritual process. But what I think is so tricky is usually there's a form of dogmaticness of how to practice and people aren't, they're like not tuning into their energetic way to tap in with source, God, universe, whomever. And so prayer is a really interesting thing to look at. You know, like a lot of us are taught from different forms of religion that you just like get on your knees and pray or whatever the process is. There's many different processes, you know, from Muslim to just, there's so many different ways to pray. But it's so interesting because even with this process, like essentially we're kind of breaking in into a different energetic of prayer because it's more of a dance with source, less than like begging or need or asking. It's because what I really believe in like the foundation of this process is that everything we're doing in this work is to get back to your true, whole, authentic, worthy self, which every one of us were born as. We were born crystal clear on this planet and then we ended up receiving shame, pain, programming, and all of that kind 
kind of creates this onion shell around us. And so we're not really like super clear source energy. However, the more we like do the work, you know, whether it's through this process or other things of peeling that away, we start to discover our dance with source. And it's much more of a different energetic exchange rather than please, please. It's understanding what your authentic self is deserving of. And I think source, God, universe, whomever is here to align you with everything you're destined to be here for, which is your soul wants, when you start to really get back to that truly authentic place. So it's really cool that you touched on that because even if somebody comes from a religious background or not, this work is so beneficial and applicable to them as well. And it definitely doesn't go against it. But I think something we all need to reframe is like, a different form of prayer is more active and it's more of an exchange than than it is sort of like begging. a begging, a hoping, a yeah. wishing, you yeah. know, so I love that. to do everything right or perfect so that things come through and that just, it never works for me, no matter yeah. how much I didn't have sex or didn't, right. have, you know, it. I took away all of the things and yeah. I was still jammed and I realized once I got down to the root of my why and yeah. in all transparency and honesty, like I consider myself a confident person on a subconscious though, Lacey. Yeah. The level of low self-worth. Same, same, same. I was always like, well, ex, like very externally, seemingly incredibly confident, you know, outspoken, dynamic, but my subconscious, what it was projecting was the most insecure low self-worth and it's yeah. so changeable through neuroplasticity which yeah. you're starting to experience I, yes and I i'm think so excited in may i had a, a really really tough conversation with my agent in may actually it was, it was via text at first and i just i sent her a text and i said when the world opens back up i'm no longer willing to go back to working the jobs that i've been doing for the past 14 and a half years amazing if i understood but then of course i was tested yeah. So these clients that I had been working for would come back and then they would raise the day rate and I would gracefully decline. I cannot accept this. And it's Ooh, happening rapidly. And I'm sitting here just like shifty eyes, blinking. Yeah. Like, but at the, I have a piece at the end of the day. And I told her when we got on the phone, I said, I am well aware that I am jumping off the cliff with no foreseeable netting underneath me. But what I do know is that the net is going to appear. But I oh. do not accept these jobs that I've been doing because I'm so much more, I'm worth more than that. I'm bigger than more than that. And for me, taking the work through the trigger and the DRE, I realized that I know when the, when the wound happened and when I put myself in that small box and it happened 14 years ago, when I had a conversation with my agent back then about my, this expansive career, that the vision that I have for myself and my career. And she looked at me and she was like, you'll never have that type of career. <gasps> Oh, so for anybody listening, that's when a block is imprinted. So anytime you've experienced that in your life, and I'll get more into specifics so people understand what we're talking about, blocks, tests, all the stuff you've been experiencing. So I'll let you finish really quick. And then I'll explain for people who are like, what do they mean? Perfect, perfect. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so when she said that to me, it pierced me. Like, it physically hurt, even though they were words. Like, I felt heartbroken. And I remember leaving out of the my agency at that time I held myself together in front of her I walked out of that agency and I was hysterical like I was oh. sobbing like my soul was hurt and I got myself in that small box that was created for me 14 years ago and I played nice I played I played their game that they wanted me to play I didn't make any fuss I didn't make a noise 
And at 35 years old, it's like I woke up after doing starting the process of your work, and I'm like, no, this is not amazing. This is not my best, and this is like I'm worth so much more than this. And it's not even an egoic thing. Like mm -hmm. I know that I've been playing myself small for 14 years. I know that I've been playing the game that they set up for me. I know coming into this, leaving my home in Little Rock, Arkansas, moving to New York City by myself. I knew what I was deserving of and what I was worthy of, but it's like they told me, no, that's not going to be your destiny. This is going to be your destiny. And I said, okay, until now. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not playing that game anymore. So. Oh, I'm so, this is so important. So I want to break down for anybody listening so that you guys understand. I made the weird mistake when I started this of kind of creating our own language. Around yeah, it's great though. And it's only because I was always trying to hit the energetic note, kind of like a music note where it's like, well, the best way to describe energetically what's happening is, you know, test or whatever. So for anybody who's not familiar, everything that Danny's talking about, the old form of manifestation, that's what we talked about before, the think positive, the visualize, pretend to be what you want to be. I started to realize that there's actually three really important steps to manifestation that aren't quite those. So where they say think positive, it's actually not the case. It's all about, like I said before, stepping into your worth and your deservingness. That actually creates the law of attraction, the pull towards you. So kind of to encompass this process, the way that I started to realize it's spiritual, yes, but it's actually really easy step-by-step -step psychology and neuroscience. So basically exactly what you're alluding to, Danny, from the ages of zero to seven, whatever is imprinted into us, whatever we experience, may it be from our community, our family, our peers, media, everything we take in, we start to create either high self-worth or low self-worth. So whether we are worth what we're wanting or not worth what we're wanting in ratio to all of the aspects we're calling into our life. So we're actually not manifesting from our thoughts in theory, we're manifesting from those subconscious loops that are projecting out that were imprinted. And we don't know that. So that's when like Danny and I are talking about, we're like, on the outside, we're so confident in our yeah. conscious mind. However, when you start to do, you know, the certain hypnosis process that I created, and you start to get down there, you realize, oh, what I'm projecting in ratio to what I want is not matching up and there's not self-worth there. So it's really whatever we're projecting from our subconscious, we're receiving back where we experienced high self-worth in ratio to what we're calling in, we're manifesting very simply and quickly. What we're projecting out that's low self-worth in ratio to what we're calling in. So that you had that shame hit you, yeah. you know, 14 years ago in your brain. So literally it imprinted in your subconscious, you'll never have this big career that your soul knows it's on the planet to have. So it created a block and you've been then projecting that and receiving jobs that match that small box. So it's okay though, cause you're aware now, wow. you know, and you're starting to do things correctly. So it'll all start to turn around. So there's super hope in everything. So that's one aspect. It's that we're not manifesting from our thoughts. It's our subconscious. So I always give this great example where I'm like, you can be positive until the cows come home, but a really, really good indicator that positivity is not what manifests is if you look at, unfortunately, narcissists. I'm sure in New York, like I know in LA, many people you know that are like kind of badass narcissists manifest very big things. And, so. and you're looking at them like, what the F? How is totally. that? But it makes sense once you start, you know, once you understand your work and the, the psychology behind it, it really makes sense why certain people are just really good at manifesting 
super quickly. So for yeah. me, like I'm having to go back and unlearn it's a lot of unlearning, yeah, and a lot of reprogramming. So that situation that happened 14 years ago, what I did was I had the me now that I am, like the understanding and awareness that I, I that I have now. I walked into the room 14 years ago with my younger self mm-hmm. and I reprogrammed that I had a conversation oh. with the agent that spoke that to me and I corrected her. I understand that you don't see that for my life, but like I, I will have that big career and because we do not align that I'm, I'm asking to be out of my contract so I can go elsewhere where someone is aligned with the vision that I have for my life and my career. And we walk out of that agency and the contract Perfect. is not void and you know, everything happens differently in my life. So it's been a lot of that and it's been a four week. I mean, it didn't happen overnight, but I would say during those four weeks that I was sick, it's really when I allow myself to like get into the nooks and crannies of everything that's been going on in my life. Yeah. And absolutely everything makes sense. Like even the relationships that I was in. But anyway, at the end of the day, like I, the work is so worth it. And I just feel like I understand now why I was receiving certain behavior like as acceptable because of like the family that I grew up in and what I saw in my own household. And then like subconsciously, I'm feeling like one, this is just how relationships are. And two, I just need to work extra hard for them to see my point and for them to respect my boundaries. And now I'm like, absolutely not. Like we're not in alignment if you can't respect my core values. You can call me extra and whatever it's necessary, but we're not doing this. And it's not going to be a back. I don't even need closure. I'm giving myself the own closure. The closure is we're not in alignment. You're not my person, you know? And honestly, if I have to be celibate and single for some years, I'm okay with that because I'm no longer willing to give myself to a man who I'm not fully aligned with. It's just not worth it. Incredible. So that's another thing I want to break down for anybody listening. So that all plays into the worth aspect. So the three parts of manifestation that we discovered, we talked about thoughts don't create our reality. It's our subconscious imprintation that we're projecting out, receiving back that as we know that you're doing the work, I've done a ton of it. It's changeable through neuroplasticity because our brains, we discovered 20 years ago that they're plastic and they're constantly changing. And through this process of hypnosis that I created, you can actually get back down to those key memories and you can literally shift them because when you're in a hypnotic state, your subconscious comes forward and your conscious mind goes backwards. So your subconscious doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not real. So as you're starting to create this new story, you're overriding the old loops and it takes reinforcement and time such as you're doing, but, and we're actually creating a whole new process with a neuroscientist and psychologist that we brought on. We're going to be launching in November and even more targeted daily reprogramming exercise with Dr. Tara. We're so excited. But so that's the one aspect we've covered. And then what you're talking about, you've mentioned tests and that you're not settling anymore. Those are two really important key components that go together in that three-part process. They're kind of like the third step. And so what I started to realize when I was doing manifestation, I would always start to realize that when I was getting closer to something that I was manifesting, say a partnership, because I did the whole LA doormat thing for a very long time, slept with the wrong people, I I was crazy, it's all good. (laughs) All good, a lot of us have been there. But I started to realize when I got to the place where you are and I was like, no more, Mm -mm. I'm worth more than this, Mm -hmm. I deserve. Because again, it was my old programming that I picked up in childhood that was just playing out and repeating itself. It's low self-worth that I picked up my mom and so when I went no 
like my story will be different just as you're doing in your career, I realized they started to get tested. So I would call in a partner and it would be like so much of the list, but they were emotionally unavailable. And it gets so hard because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's everything I want on paper. Maybe it'll change. And I had to go, no. no. The emotionally so you unavailable and the avoidance, those that's who what I attract because that's my that's my dad. Yeah. Yeah. And you have And to we tend to. Mom or dad. Hard no. It is a hard, hard no. no. And I promise you, I mean, there's a step-by-step process. So anybody who's interested in this, we have how to manifest. And then we suggest doing inner child. Then we do shadow and then the daily reprogramming. But the how to manifest teaches you and it talks more about what this means, the testing. So anybody, if you're sitting there thinking about your manifestation process, when you've manifested big, very kismet things, I bet if you look back, you'll realize the universe dangled a test in front of you. To, mm. And the test was, it was energetically testing to see if you would settle for old, low self-worth behavior again. So for you, like I wanna hear more about the apartment because that'll really clearly, <laughs> I've probably outlined this to people Wait. where, you know, it's like everything on your list, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to give you a little backstory before we actually get into the apartment. So me and my ex broke up a year ago this month. He's an amazing, amazing man. We're actually really good friends and still business partners to this day. But we both agree it was like an amicable breakup. We both agree we're better as friends and business partners than lovers. So that's great. He's so magnetic and mm. amazing. So being with him, we were together for six years. We lived together for four years amazing condos and I ended up feeling and I didn't realize this until we broke up and I got my own space now mind you prior to meeting him I always had my own space mm -hmm. beautiful areas in New York but being with him you know living with him for those four years I forgot my whole capability of to manifest and my worth right wow. being in his con his beautiful condos like marble bathrooms and just like insane about like it was next level right so when mm -hmm. we broke up i was feeling very low self-worth like well that life was great but it's over yeah. all this craziness right like i'll never be able to afford those types of condos like all this crazy stuff so i'm in my current apartment and it's cute it's like on the east river a balcony i mean if anyone saw where i live they'd be like girl you are psychotic this yeah. apartment is beautiful okay <laughs> but for me when they're living with like five roommates and you know dumbo they're like dude <laughs> right no. like the apartment is at it's great it's stunning like i have a friend that just moved here from my hometown and he's living in my space right now and he's like i would actually live for, for the rest of my life you know it's a beautiful space <laughs> yeah but for me and what i know i can call in i can do better Lacey. Yes. so i'm sitting there thinking to myself this is since being sick so this was a month ago and i'm like i, I don't want to live in this apartment anymore my lease is coming to an end like i want to find a you know a new space made the list Mm -hmm. I also want a marble bathroom, right? Yes. Like, I miss my marble bathroom. I deserve my it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm making the list like washer and dryer, marble bathroom. I want, you know, want a shower, glass encasing. I don't want the shower curtain. Like I was specific, yes. real hardwood floors, like all of the things. And I want another balcony. Oh, gold fixtures. Mm. I was very specific gold fixtures. I love the detail. I love it. Lazy. Oh my God. Everything. Wow. Was in this apartment. 
reached out to the realtor. It's a go. She's like, oh, we can't, we don't do annual in-person showings because of COVID-19. Totally understandable. She sent me a virtual tour. Everything is beautiful. And I was literally watching the tour like, oh yeah. my God, I manifested this. A marble bathroom, everything, Lacey. Gold fixtures in the kitchen. I was like, this is my apartment. Put the money down, sign the lease, boom. Lacey, I went to the apartment for the first time a couple of weeks ago and I was like, this is not my apartment. The top of the balcony window is busted open, held together by duct tape. What? And they, they hid it during the virtual tour by yeah. like lowering the shade a little bit. And then like when you get into the nooks and crannies, like it's not an apartment that I would have ever accepted if I went in person on, you know, to look at yeah. the apartment. It's a luxury apartment. Like, but I stood in the middle of the apartment and all of a sudden this feeling rushed over me and I was like, this apartment is indicative of what my life has been and what I have called in, be it with a relationship in my career. So on the outside to the naked eye, it looks stunning. Mm -hmm. It looks so appealing. But then when you get in it and you pull up the shades and you get into the nooks and crannies, you're like, actually, this is not what I want. But then I found myself, I did that little dance for a minute. Like I reached out to management and they were non-responsive, right? Mm -hmm. so then I was like, in my mind, like, oh, if I apply more pressure, then maybe I'll get a response. Are you going to fix the window? And then I was like, you know what? I have to get my attorneys involved. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm going to tell my attorney that I want to be in the same building, but I want now a two-bedroom. I was like, Danielle, stop. Mm -hmm. This is not your apartment. This unit is not your apartment. And do you really want to be associated with a management company that is negligent and that would totally do a busted out window in an apartment? And the answer is no, you're deserving yeah. of better than that. So it's like, I realized that this apartment is a test, even though it's everything on the list, but it's not my apartment. Yep. Okay, there's so many good things to break down in this for people. Break it so down, girlfriend. I gotta tell, so people listening, there's like really great teachings and highlights in this. So number one, with your ex, amazing man and all of that, let's call him an expander for you. Because yes, yes, he, he was a total, like you, especially lifestyle expander, right? So for anybody listening, that's the second part. So we covered that you're projecting from your subconscious, that's what you're manifesting, you're trying to unblock those things, right? That's the first. The third was not settling. You'll be tested, you know, for old low self-worth stuff. So that's the okay. third part. The second part is, so in old manifestation processes, they always talk about, they're like, visualize. Visualize everything you want. And I don't know about you guys, but I would visualize how I was blue in the face. And I always give the funny joke. Many people have heard this before. Yeah, I would be like waitressing at the Laugh Factory on Sunset and visualizing my home in Malibu, but making like $300 a week. <laughs> and my home in Malibu was not gummy. Right. <laughs> so, so, so simple, like neuroscience behind that. When we are visualizing, which is actually a fine practice and it's great, but if your subconscious has never seen to believe that what you want is possible or accessible to you, it's like a no, it's not happening because it literally is like that's impossible. It's the reptilian brain. So you have to actually go out and find what I call expanders. And so it's just like very simple psychology when you, through osmosis, when you're spending time with these people, when you are starting to engage with them, whether it's on social media, you have to actually show your brain that what they have, you know, a version of what you want is possible. You have to see to believe. Mm -hmm. So for example, for me back then, you know, wanting this Malibu home with like a sauna and an infinity pool and all, you know, whatever it was all that I wanted. 
I didn't even know anybody that had that. So my brain, I was from, I'm like a small town in, you know, central California with a dad that's a roper. Like I don't, <laughs> never seen that before, but it's so interesting through osmosis, through meeting people and finding expanders. Now the home that I have in Topanga that I bought, for instance, has everything that I've ever wanted. It's actually more ideal, but it's still in the same energetic compartment of what I wanted in Malibu, but I had to go and find expanders. So expanders are people that you identify with that come from or have a very similar background to where you currently are now and they've gone on to manifest what you're looking for so you can find those on social media you can find those in person it's more effective and or it's faster in person mm -hmm. so you can actually show your brain what's possible and that's what he was for you yeah. so living in those different environments you got to see oh like this is possible even though it sounds like your self-worth was kind of shrinking yep. in the sense that you were like he can have this but i can't yes which is what you're reprogramming see. And so that's one thing I want to talk about and what you said. And then the second that's so interesting, and I have one question for you, this person that you've been dating that you're like, no more, that no more process, letting them go. How close was that to this place coming through this test place? Neck and neck. Yeah. So that, so anytime you Thanks. jump off of a cliff, like, mm -hmm. and I call that what you're doing with your current agent and you're telling them like, right this is scary i'm not going to make money but i'm saying no to all of yep. these old jobs that's jumping off of a cliff but the beautiful thing is you're reprogramming your subconscious you're expanding during yep. this time you're doing everything you need to create that net so when you jump off of a cliff or you walk through fear letting go of that old dating experience telling your current management you're like i'm not settling for these jobs anymore that's called passing tests but also jumping off of a cliff and it creates magnetism because you're communicating to source the universe god you're like i'm no longer settling mm -hmm. and no not settling is what really creates that magnetic force So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest, unblocked inner child and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the Pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year-long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else, such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the Pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. You can use our special code EXPANDED, all caps, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D, -E to receive $20 off your first a la carte workshop purchase or $20 off your first month of the pathway. Again, that's all caps, EXPANDED, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D. -E okay, now back to the episode. So 
And this is what's so exciting. When tests start to come through, which you now know what this current place is, is a test, the closer you are, the more you're growing your self-worth. So the lower your self-worth is, the more obvious the test will be. Right. And tests show up in opportunities. It could be like the first places you were looking at like had nothing on your list. It was so obvious. Maybe they were the right location or the right price. But the more your self-worth is growing, the closer your self-worth aligns with the self-worth of what you're calling in, yeah. the tests start to become... I don't know what to call them, but they're so hard to pinpoint that it could be a test. And your only downfall was that you didn't go to it in person to really see, because right. you would have known and you would have been able right. to pass it. You would have been like, this is a test. Right. But it's so interesting because it really shows energetically where you're at. And what I mean by this, it's a really good thing. Number one, you're a very good manifester because like, down to the gold fixtures, everything, you know, like so specific, you're yeah. starting to make it happen. But it's interesting because you can always tell based on what's showing up in your life how much you're growing through this process. So right. you can see how much your subconscious is changing, how much you're expanding because of what's presenting. And so even though this place has come through, it's a headache, of course, you're trying to get out of it and stuff, but it is so close to what you wanted. And again, you didn't really technically not pass it because you didn't get to see it. Right. And you're technically passing it now by being like, no, my lawyers are involved, yep. I'm getting rid of this. But it's also very much a mirror for how much you've grown. So the place is like almost what you want. It's so close to what you're calling in that it actually shows that a lot of your manifestations, I'll guarantee you even in, in jobs, work you're calling in, and suitors that'll start to come through are going to be up-leveled now if you right. really stay this course of unblocking, expanding, and passing the test. So wow. you have to get out of this apartment. Yeah, <laughs> Non-negotiable. Like, non and the two key things for you right now, because you're so close to many things, jobs, and when you're ready to open up to dating again, you're so close that the two most important non-negotiables are to keep expanding. So what I call fragment expanders. So like in dating, if you start to look in your subconscious, you're doing unblock love and you're looking through it and you're like, wow, the person I'm calling in, I want them to have A, B, C, and D amazing communication, super dedicated. I can be myself with them, maybe spiritual, like whatever those things are that are non-negotiables for you. When you're looking at it in the subconscious state and that hypnotic state, you know, through one of the hypnosis and you go, oh my gosh, I actually don't believe on a subconscious level that I can have someone who deeply wants to commit. For example, right. you would have to go out and find what I call fragment expanders. So Maybe you have relationships you've seen, you know, through people around you that have everything but good commitment. Maybe he or she's cheating all the time or whatever. You just need to go find that fragment expansion of the relationship that encompasses sort of what you want, but it's like the deepest commitment. And you really identify with one of the people in the couple, like in the partnership. Got it. So yeah. right now your key things are to find all the fragment expanders you need career for this next level of jobs you're calling in relationship and mm -hmm. definitely it sounds like to me and just energetically i'm picking up that you're expanded enough in in home like you don't need yeah. more of that <laughs> you just have to pass the test yeah. you're so close but that's really where you're at right now expansion and blocking anything that's coming up and the craziest thing that people don't realize that i started to read through energetics love and money 
are always connected. Always. Yeah. Can you okay? Can you go into deeper explanation about that? Because I've heard you say that before. I think on one of your podcasts, and I was like, oh shit, there there's like some truths to that. But I like I want you to break it down like on a deeper level. Yes. Yeah, so um, here's just a good example to look at. When you tell me time frame wise, when you started to like first, when you communicated to your current management or agent that you're like, no more, I'm not taking these type of jobs. Mm -hmm. Timeline of when you told this ex relationship or this relationship you've been having no more and timeline of the tests that started coming through with the jobs where they're like similar echelon, but more money. Tell me those time frames, and then I'll show you how they're so connected. Got it. So the conversation that I had with my manager that happened on Friday, let's say two weeks ago, the guy we uh, dating is like too big of a term, but the guy that I was like chit chatting with that happened on, let's say that following Wednesday. And then the apartment happened in between them. So they were literally Lacey back. It was in threes yeah. within the matter of two weeks. It was back to back to back. And this was just two weeks ago. Oh, this is so fun. Cause it's when you're starting to play with magic. Like you're seeing your witchy powers, right? You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. I'm like, what? I literally am like, what the F is going on right now in my life? I have peace because I know yeah. that my manifestations are orbiting me. I yeah. feel it. It's frustrating. Yeah. But I, I vacillate between frustration and like the conversation with my manager, it wasn't frustrating. It was mm -hmm. like, I need to just speak my truth and get this off my chest so that you know where my head is at and that I initiate my work. With the guy, it was very much like, I'm not doing this. Like I yeah. am, goodbye. And with the apartment though, the apartment is frustrating because I'm like, I am tired. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is such a good, clear example. So apartment is connected to the money piece. So whenever I say money, energetically, getting into energetics, that's what manifestation is. Money is anything to do with security. So it can be apartment, it can be job, career, it can be like physical money. So those two are connected. And then love is the dating experience, like your exchange with partnership. So right now you're currently being like, fuck no. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and I'm not fucking all capital letters. Yep, all yep. caps. You're like, I'm okay. really stepping into my true authentic self and I'm not going to settle for anything beyond that because I have been. And you know how uncomfortable it's been for so long. And yep. you're ready for the real deal. You're ready for the real deal where you live. You're ready for the real deal in your partnership and you're certainly ready for it in your career. Yep. So it's not crazy that you're being tested with all of them. So I imagine too, like dating wise, you're going to start to have tests. Like, when you're allowed to be on the streets again, like when you're out and about again, or you're on an app or whatever, it's gonna be identical to the ones you're receiving in jobs right now. It's gonna be like seemingly the list, <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of how the, the opportunities are more money and you're like, no. So that's a clear example of how one is tested. So initially it was just jobs coming through being like dangling carrot, do you need a job right now? And you're like, no. And then it was a similar job, but it's more money. And you're like, yep. uh, no, yep. that's exactly the series of how you'll be tested. And then eventually they're going to start to be kind of 
hard to identify if they're a test, just like your apartment. So it shows that your worth is growing in love and money. So when it starts to come to relationships, the test will be a similar unless you've grown your subconscious and expansion so much, it'll, it'll just go straight to that place where it's hard to recognize. And once you get to that place, it's kind of like it's all building the hard to recognize place and you pass that it's just going to be totally flowy. You're going to be like, got it, got it. A big job's going to come through. So you're doing everything perfectly. You just have to keep expanding and unblocking. Got it. You're on the perfect, perfect track. Like, I cannot wait for you to write in to tell us what you manifest during this time. This is exciting because I yeah. feel, I know in my gut, Susanna said that I am clairvoyant and I was like, what does that mean? And she yeah. was like, you, you basically, like, spirit deals with you and like visions or with dreams, like you, it's like you feel it, you know, and it's so true since a kid. Like, what I can say is that every man that I have attracted, whether I committed to this to these men or not, I knew it was a no. Yeah. And I still proceeded forward. And where I am right now in my life, it's not even I think or I feel I am done with that. It's such a fine tuned sensitivity where I can meet a guy and my girlfriends would be like, this is it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not. Oh, it's you know, my favorite, favorite time. Really always close my eyes to it and be like Danielle you're being dramatic you're being too like I would literally downplay myself yeah and during this season of my life Lacey I'm like no like get back into that lane where you know in your gut the moment that you meet him they're like yeah he's cute he's great he's got a good conversation I don't care there's tons of guys have they're cute and great have great conversations totally. so you mentioned you were doing a podcast I think it was with Jenna the human design yeah yeah and you were saying that you get a feeling on your tongue and you get yeah. like a smell for me, I feel it in my gut. Like I feel that sensation right there where it's like a no, yeah. or it is like fiery, like yes, proceed for with anything. And I always know with guys, it's like a no. Yeah. And I still try to like force something and it, it just, it never works out in my advantage. And so it's I'm just old right. patterning. That's all it is. Old subconscious patterning. And for anybody listening, I think this is so important to empower you everyone is psychic we are all intuitive yeah. beings even like simple science if you break it down to an animal animals have to live off their instincts we're obviously so domesticated that we no longer have to survive off of those and it's like a whole spiritual thing i can get into but i think we're also so programmed to no longer listen to our intuition but yeah. everybody is and it behooves all of us just like danny's saying and i know to start to learn your patterning when you know hell yes hell no because that's yeah. how you pass a test hell yes or hell no if it's not a hell yes it's a no <laughs> like, yeah it. and so that's what i'm yeah. and i learned that from you actually and that's something that i told the guy i was just like this is just not it just doesn't behoove me to like keep going forward and i was like i don't i was like if it's not a flow i, like, I listen to the resistance now in my life with yeah. anything whether it's career this apartment the resistance of trying to get management on the phone and like totally you know and i was like resistance for me now means no it's a complete stop it's a dead end and he was like i would still like to be friends and i was like no that's <laughs> me playing myself like I, I don't know i'm just not there in my life anymore lazy and it's been such a speedy thing and yeah. like it's only been a month since like getting sick and like where i am right now but getting sick really cocooned me in such a way where it was like then you'll wake 
up, babe. Yeah. Like your life is passing by and you are missing your assignment because you're just like so deeply into this programming of yeah. like your childhood and your conditioning or how people are going to judge you and like, oh, you're being harsh and mean to him. I don't care. Like, and I'm not yeah. harsh and mean, but I'm no longer abandoning myself to oh, keep in a amen. relationship with somebody. I'm and not. that's the key, key takeaway is, and especially as women, many of you know, and like we're in a Western culture, but you can't imagine like all yeah. over the world, we are so programmed to stay small, to stay the yeah. nice girl, the whatever, whomever's identifying as a woman, like there's a lot of programming there. Yeah. And your authentic self isn't like that, you know, like when yeah, we came onto the planet before all of this programming may have been through religion or, you know, like what can create shame or through what a good person is or what a beautiful person is or whatever. Really, it's all about starting to learn who am I really? And it's not ego, just like you're saying. Yeah. It's who is my authentic essence? Who am I truly? And when we start to get back into that place and only come from deservingness from that place and expansion, we connect with everything, every yeah. single thing. And I want to share with everybody that I think this is such an important message. Anybody can manifest what they want in their life. I've seen the craziest stuff. And I give this example. There was this one woman I worked with who really felt like she was broken. She couldn't manifest anything. And she had a lot of body image issues, namely like straight up through media because yeah. she didn't have the type of body that media projected was like the right body to be loved. And then grew up like in a very affluent area, yada, yada, yada. She had never had a real relationship. And I always say this, I'm like, for one person manifesting on the planet, 10 people are waiting to connect with you with your manifestation because I don't believe in the one. I believe we always keep growing. And if we grow yeah. with the people we're with, we'll stay connected. If we don't, we're not meant to stay connected. I agree. Right? Like that's yes. what true spiritual yes. consciousness and growth is. So with this particular woman, she was like, I'm broken. I won't have a relationship. I've never had one. I think she was 27. And that's when I used to take clients and I was like, I need you to go out and find an expander, not even fragment. Like I want the whole picture. She has to look just like you, like exact same body. She has to come from, cause her, a lot of our blocks come from what we were told is important growing up. And for her, like in her certain religion and everything, it was all about education, wealth um, and beauty. And so for her, I was like, they have to be educated, they have to be wealthy, they have to look just like you, and they have to be in the most dynamic loving partnership. And she ended up finding it with a girl at work, same body, very similar educational background, same level of wealth. And when she finally saw that, she was like, oh, well, she can have that, I can too. Yeah. Two weeks later, she manifested her partner. Anybody can manifest. It really is getting back to your true, authentic, worthy, whole self, which you're actively doing right now. And it's like, to me, it's like eating a cake. Uh, <laughs> it's so happy. I love this. So and I we all are capable of that. I did the human design. I'm going to do a further reading with Jenna, but I just did the test to figure out what I am. And I'm a generator. So lucky. <laughs> They're the most magnetic, I think, and then they have the most energy. It's like the, the luckiest thing. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to go deeper and do like a full-blown reading. Yeah. But I'm just like, I, I, I have this excitement. I fluctuate. It's like I'm excited. I'm also just kind of like, okay, what's going on, universe? Like, where is it? When's it coming through? But I know. It's all happening. I can tell you like straight up energetically, it's all orbiting you right now because so you're making so many shifts at once. I've always felt like before I had the lingo, way before I met you, I've always had this 
obsession or drawn been drawn to will and jada like i didn't oh, hear me what too I have the never chills. Cared. They're like the best, the most expansive couple on the planet. They are. I think so too. And I never care what anyone has to say about them for Same. me. Really, now that I have the lingo, they are my expanders. And for me, I just feel like they've been married for so long and they're so like, they let you know what they want the public to know. The red table. Most brilliant thing on the planet. Brilliant. And I just Amazing. feel like they are my expanders when it comes to relationship at the end of the day, yeah. like the way that they are transparent with one another, they're truly committed. And even how Jada has said, like, I realize Will is not responsible for my happiness. Like I have to find my own happiness. The bits that they let us into for me, mm -hmm. I'm like, that's ideal. You know? I love so, it. That's your perfect expanders right now too. And yeah. they're like massive also financial expanders. Like yeah, talk about yeah. two incredibly successfully financial people yeah. together and couples. So that's a great example for anybody tuning in. I don't know if you know them, you may not. I don't know. Yeah, so it goes to show you don't have to know them. They can be somebody on social media or the public eye, but they're such a fantastic couple for expansion because they let you into their world through the red table. I mean, if everybody had that, we would have such quick expanders, but yeah. you get to see through their trials and tribulations. Like, I don't know if you identify with Jada, but she had that fantastic episode on her dad and how with addiction yeah. and he was never totally like available and emotionally available. Yep. So it shows you, you're like, well, look at her career and look at her marriage. Like if she can have it, I can too. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. You know, I mean, they have just expansion everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I watch good. it and I'm like, this is everything I want. Yeah. Even um, the way they handle their kids. Cause I've, I've said for many years now that our parents are merely funnels to bring us into the world. They're not, our parents are not like, like after a certain age, your parents do not have parental authority over your life and what you do and where you live. And like, it's just, they, I feel like they just get it because they've even said like, our kids are borrowed. Like we just are here to, you know, raise them after a certain age. And then they're their own, they're their yeah. own people. Even now they're their own people. And I love how they totally. let Willow shave her head and like yeah. self-expression, it all makes so much sense to me. It's an inspiration, so. I agree. What's your sign? I'm a Gemini. Oh, dude, you have it all going for you. <laughs> they're the second is manifestors. So what? you're good, you're on this. So the most exciting piece and like, not to like toot my horn cause it's the process that we have, but now you have the tools, the world's your, your oyster. You literally have everything going for you. You know, like now you finally have the tools and you have the step-by-step -step and you're gonna find your own process around it of your patterning and what works for you and how to identify your test. But it's like, it's all happening and it's so, it's so awesome and so magical. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait for the email to come through where you're like, the apartment, the crazy job I never thought I could get that's going to get all the other jobs and then yeah. the partnership. Yeah, I'm so glad we connected. Me too. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful too. And you know, it's really cool to see your journey through this work because a lot of people will discover the brand and not know how to engage with it correctly. And so they'll be like, I'm just going to try this one thing. And you know, they're like, it's not working. But that's why I always like to tell people if you're interested in this work, you have to start with how to manifest and do inner child and shadow because it actually gives you the tools. It's literally the quickest, easiest step-by-step -step process of everything we talked about here of how to manifest. And then you go and you do the inner child, which is like a workshop that takes you through your childhood to look at each phase and then block it. And then you go into your shadow, which is where the real magnetism is yeah. pertaining to work and love, like career and love. Because 
what we don't own owns us. So like people will come to me and they'll be like, I want this certain amount of social following or I want my, my business to be doing X, Y, and Z or at my job, like in corporate, I want to go to the next level. And I'm like, where are you hiding? Because where you're hiding, you're projecting out. Don't look at me. I don't want you. I, you know, right. stay back subconsciously. So you have to integrate all of that shadow in order to be like, no, look at me. I want it. Come right. my way. And so right. those three are the key. If anybody gets really excited about this work, you do those to find the success that you're just now having, Danny. Like the momentum. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, I want people also to know it's not easy. No. I, like, <laughs> It's not easy. Like emotionally, it's not easy. No, at all. Like one of my girlfriends were talking, and she was like, "I'm taking the day off," and I was like, "Take the day off. Take care of yourself. You have to, yeah, because you go so deep." And I do feel like that's what really stops a lot of people from even getting into therapy. I used to do talk therapy, but talk therapy just doesn't resonate with me anymore. Like your work has just been like so expansive for me. And I'm not saying that because we're doing a lot, like the tools that you provide and the understanding and the clarity that you gift us with to then go in and like actually do the work and like following the guidance of like when we're in hypnosis has been so profound, but you do have to take care of yourself and like for me like yesterday i did a whole self-care day like you know i did a facial for two hours and then acupuncture and it's crazy because while i was being needled on the table like tears were just streaming like sorry i feel like certain parts of my back when he needles it's just like an insane release totally everything just like i'm just on the table (laughs) i'm so happy you're getting because the release is so important and yeah exactly what you're talking about danny like we'll get the feedback a lot from people they'll be like when they do how to manifest inner child and shadow which we call the basics bundle when they do that they'll be like it's like 10 years of therapy at once so it's really intense for people and honestly you know like i couldn't think of a better time especially if you're single and like you're not a mom that's you know full-time with your child right now or working from home or or a dad but you you know it's really important that you carve out that space for true self-care even if it's like an epsom salt bath every night just feeling your feelings like have that space and then once you're into the work like three months in it's like super speed and easy and not heavy as much anymore but the first beginning you're like am i gonna get through this what have i signed myself up to and how do i redo it totally and we always say to you if you have a therapist like it's so smart to do this alongside or a support group or you know, a friend who can really support you through it as well. But I'm the type of person, I don't know if you're like this, but I'm like, I just want what I want. So I'm like going to go all in and speed up the process to connect with my manifestation. Yeah, I had one of my girlfriends, she messaged me the other day and she was like, dude, I feel like you're sprinting through this because like I sent her a voice note of like a realization that came through and I was like, oh my God, listen to this. And I was like, through the voice yeah. note, she's like, dude, this is so profound. And she's like, how did you come to this realization? I was like, it's Lacey's work, dude. It's the subconscious. Your subconscious is finally speaking to you and telling you like, this is what's in your way. This is what you need to see to believe more. And this is where you can't settle anymore. You know, like once you start to dance with that, and that's kind of what we talked about in the beginning, like prayer is so much more of a dance and an energetic exchange. And if you look at like indigenous cultures, prayer or communicating with like the gods or whomever that it was active it was through dance it was through ritual you know it was through ceremony and so it's like i think a lot of us don't realize that when we get to the context of prayer that 
it's just sort of asking and hoping or wishing, yeah. you know, or feeling shameful, like um, mm -hmm. guilt and that, that you shouldn't have what you want. I right. don't think that that's the truth act of prayer. I think it's finding your own dance with communicating yeah. with the source is so, so important. Awesome. So where yes. can people find you? Yes. So first and foremost, we have what's called the pathway membership, and that includes every one of the workshops. So it's the first three that we tell everybody to do the daily reprogramming exercise. We have love in there, how to manifest money, and it has uh, many of our other workshops. And plus, once a month, we do what's called supported. So it's basically where people can ask in their questions and we take the most frequently asked questions and we answer them. So it's a class. So that's the pathway. It's the most affordable, accessible. You get everything in it. And then you can do a la carte. So you can try with the basics bundle, which is how to manifest in your child's shadow, the daily reprogramming exercise. That's kind of what you started with. And you're like, is this working? <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing this right. right. So <laughs> always start with the basic bundle. And then even better, if you're watching this and you're like, I just have questions. The really cool thing we launched this month that I got so excited about, it was actually a survey we sent out and somebody suggested it would be awesome for $25 if somebody could write in and ask any question they're having in their practice and receive the answer back because we have four coaches that you can work with because I don't take clients anymore. And so yeah. it's been the most successful thing. So they send you back a voice note that's very detailed based on your question where they read the energetics of what's happening with you. They tell you exactly what you need to do and which work you need to do. So it's wow. so powerful. That's dope. <laughs> It's awesome. So there's that. And then of course, the expanded podcast and the first one to start with, if you're like, I just want to learn about this process, it's called Manifestation 101 is the best episode to start with. And then any of the episodes that are titled explained, and you'll be like, okay, I get this more. I understand what they were talking about a little bit more. Guys, I'm telling you, I would definitely start with the podcast. Lacey's work works. Like, I just want to personally thank you because I feel like you've probably gotten your ass handed to you in order to like learn this process because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My way of learning in life is going through every rock bottom possible and love, money, even me. I've been trying to get pregnant for the last five years. It's like, mm, do you think this is going to be different? You're going to go through the rock bottom of fertility yeah. to see how this works. Because I feel like you're yeah. such an amazing, wait, you're a projector, right? You're human design. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. And I just feel, I just want to thank you for going through the process and not abandoning yourself in efforts to then turn around and teach us because it's, for me, like this work has been so freeing and liberating and mind blowing and expansive for me. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, thank I you. I'm so proud you're doing it. And that's like what makes me the happiest is just that you're doing it. You're seeing the shifts, you're feeling the momentum and that you definitely have to email us. <laughs> thank you. So babe. nice to talk to you, Danny. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Have an awesome day ahead, babe. You too. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the episode and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, we did. And in case you're not totally ready to join the pathway yet, I wanted to share a few of our free offerings that I'll often suggest to people as a little bit of a blueprint to get them started on their manifestation journey. The first place I like to direct people completely for free is the motivation. 
You can see it linked below or on our homepage as our testimony library. And it's categorized by different subjects, whether you're calling in career, money, love, wellness, and much more. When you're reading about a member's experience of what they manifested, you're actually seeing to believe and showing your subconscious that that very thing is possible for you. The second place I like to direct people is to the free clarity exercise, which is also linked below. In it, you get to try our own unique hypnosis process, learn about the science and some journaling prompts. And the best part about this, you'll get a tiny taste of what it's like to go into your hypnotic state, bring your subconscious forward and create new neural pathways while receiving clarity. And the third thing, if you haven't listened to it on this podcast yet, please go back to the episode titled Manifestation 101, where you'll learn the basics of neural manifestation to truly understand this process. So go ahead and check out those free resources, the motivation, the free clarity exercise, and the episode Manifestation 101, all linked below. And in an effort to make sure to have representation in this process series, go ahead and submit any process testimonials you have, especially to our LGBTQ plus community, our BIPOC, as well as the WISE, which is anyone in the community who is 45 and over. All right, we'll be back next week.